Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Swans Big Footy Podcast. My name is Bonds. Joining me today we have Punts. How are you guys? And returning from an injury to his pride, Swans Rule 100. Welcome back to me. Now, we're coming off a pretty handy 26-point win over Port Adelaide. It was a bit messy in times, and their kicking certainly kept us in the contest. Swans Rule, what are your thoughts on the game? I'm pretty positive about the game. I get a bit sick of hearing the reviews about how Port Adelaide got their mojo back or what have you. I mean, we did them by four goals, so they can't be that good. I know there was a few things to work on and disposal efficiency sometimes, a bugbear. And the, the, my biggest bugbear at the moment is probably entries inside 50. You've got two gun forwards up there and the delivery to them is pretty pathetic. When was the last time Tippett got hit on the chest by someone other than Franklin? That's frustrating to me, especially when he's playing out of the goal square. But And we never seem to have any crummers. But apart from that, I thought there were some good signs. I really liking Rowan off half-back. I thought McVeigh played a good captain's game. I know I bag him out a bit, but he stood up. And I was really positive about Jetta's game, especially after half time. I know he does make a few mistakes and his kicking laps lacks a lot of depth, especially that goal, hit the line and he just misses targets. But he did so many one percenters, I didn't see the number, but that's what I felt last night in the wet. He had some smarts about him. I thought it was a bit odd that they tagged Hanabry, given his first game back. I was pretty grateful for that because they let some other people off the chain, but good solid win. Cunningham was pretty good. Pike was all right. but Only one player had more one percenters on the weekend than Jetta for our team, and that was actually Pike. There you go. So I just, I just think he does some smart things, and that's I think last night sort of showed his advancement. I know people get into him at times, but I think he, there's no doubt in his place in the team's mind. I thought Goods was good early. I think he was involved in our first few goals. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, he was. Just that class he has, but I think he fades out of games a little bit, of course, as other people say, which I don't mind, but I, I'm still bullish about him going another year, personally, when I see a game like that. Lloyd was pretty good as the sub as well. I thought he came on. Um, we probably need to work out the Reed tippet franklin scenario a bit better because Reed's not quite involved in the game. He's... He's not really a ruckman. I think he's covering for Tippett's injury, and I'm not sure if it's helping his career. And the last person I'll mention, Craig Bird, that first half, his disposal was pathetic. I don't even know what the stats were, but he was like a deer in the headlights. And then he's so slow, he puts himself under pressure and panics. And I just wanted him to be subbed off at halftime, but he, to his credit, he came back a bit. But a good win. Um, let's move on and win the next couple. We should have top two soon up now. Well, in regards to Jeddah, I actually think he had my highlight from the weekend, that play-on decision where he stole the ball out of the poor player's hands. He finally took the game on a bit. He always looks like he could run 20 metres further, but he did a few times in the end, which I thought I liked. I think he's got his confidence up. Um, oh, the only other person I didn't mention, of course, was McGlynn. His energy is amazing. He does butcher it a bit, which gets unnoticed by people, but... He can't follow his endeavour. He wants a premiership, and I think he deserves one. So hopefully we get it for him. Well, I'll go through my review before Punts dissects the entire team. Um, <laughs> look, personally, everyone's been talking up um, McGlynn or in the media, Parker's performances a little on the weekend. Um, personally, I actually still think um, Kennedy was best on ground. He's had a quite few weeks. But on the weekend, 34 disposals, 15 contested hitting at 65% efficiency. He had a few one percenters as well and a couple of nice tackles. He was really good on the weekend and he was back getting clearances where he belongs. 
I was really surprised that they sent Corn straight away to Hanabry, first game back, and Hanabry did only add 13 disposals, but he didn't spend the entire game on the ground, obviously, he only had 70%, 13 disposals from 70% time on ground is pretty good, and he's was involved in a few scoring chains, four from what I can see here, and had a couple of nice real handballs from congestion. I think he's going to get better before the year ends out. My main worry from the weekend, I wasn't... Look, we subbed out Tippett, obviously, due to the fact that it was better for side balance, and it helped having Lloyd come into the game, who did really well as sub in the last quarter with eight disposals. But we need Tippett to get a bit more game time. He's... Lacking match fitness at the moment, which is obvious. He's played, I think, maybe 11, 12 games of football in the last two years. But, look, I think the main thing we need to really focus on before getting to finals now is getting some game time into players like Tippett and Hanabry and hopefully giving Goods a rest. As you said, he's fading out of matches at the moment, so I wouldn't mind giving him a week off. Anyways, Punts, what are your thoughts on the game? Yeah, well, you guys have pretty much covered Everything. I think the main issue again this week, um, which has happened a lot lately, uh, Essendon last week, is our forward entries. We have this million-dollar forward line, and we can't seem to hit him on the chest. As as um, SR said, I can't remember the last time Tippett actually let out and we hit him on the chest, or even oh, I guess we hit oh McVeigh hit uh, Buddy on the chest on the weekend. But I'm not going to go too much into it. But I watched. Tex Walker today, I watched Roughhead yesterday, how they present and lead at the ball. I don't understand how we don't have a structure, something like that with Tippett to lead out to the ball. Every time we kick it to Tippett, um, there's one arm, one arm up in the air and you know he's pretty much standing in the goal skirt, two blokes on him. Um, I just don't understand how we can't get a forward structure. You know, I'm not saying you know Adelaide are the best team going around, but I, I think they would have hit Tex up on the chest about three or four times today, leading at the ball. I don't understand how we just can't get a forward structure, something like that, or Hawthorne. But I won't go too far into it. Um, I thought McGlynn again was um, like last week, just puts his head over the ball. Um, I swear to God, he thinks he's six foot four sometimes, but um, he's endeavours just you know second to none. Um, Parker was good at times. That rundown chase on Ebert where he turned over the ball on the wing um, was a crucial part of the game. And um, as you guys mentioned, I reckon Jetta um, was good. There was a couple of things that he didn't do too well where he, where he kicked it and it stayed, in, stayed inside in our 50 and that rebounded out. But a um, couple of them turnovers um, that he that he caused um, were, were really good. And a um, couple of times I think he could have gone for a little bit more of a run like on the wing when... Carlisle was um, in front of him. There's no doubt in my mind that he could outrun Carlisle. Um, he, he probably should have taken it on a little bit more. Um, who else was good? I thought um, Rampy uh, started off a little bit. You know, he looked like he was shitting himself when he was on Wingard, but he, he ended up uh, beating him at the end of the day pretty pretty comfy. Um, I thought Laidler, Laidler was a little bit uh, shaky on need a couple of times. He... Um, not too suited to the real, real small um, forwards. Um, who else was? Um, well, as you guys, you've um, mostly covered it all, but pretty much um, it was a wet game after half time, and we scrambled with a win. And every time they put pressure on us, we seemed to, we seemed to bounce back. Um, with Tippett as well, we need to get more game time into him because he's just, he's not moving. It doesn't look like he's moving too freely for me. Um, and the other thing is Reed. I just think forward, ruck, back, it's just, you know, I know they say that he plays such a crucial part, and he, he probably, you know, he might he might do, but 
just you know another six possessions for the game. I don't think his impacts enough, and I think he might be a little bit. I know Wayne Carey said it during the week, and everyone says, "Oh, the media don't make crap," but sometimes you have to agree with it. He just looks lost at the moment. Like I know he played his best game four weeks ago, whenever it was against Carlton, but that's when Tippett didn't play. So is he is he scared being up forward with Tippett and and um, Buddy in the side? Um, you know, does he not present? Does he? You know, it's a little bit. He's a little bit iffy at the moment. I think he should go back, but that's my opinion. But overall, we got the four points. We went over there, a hostile crowd, and. Come back with the four points and now on to Richmond and hopefully um, taking nothing away from, oh sorry, not Richmond, St Kilda, taking nothing away from, from St Kilda, but I hope we actually give them a bit of a flog in this week because I'm sick of seeing other sides absolutely pants um, other sides and we just sort of, you know, give a six, I know we flogged Geelong, but, you know, get over the line by six, eight goals. I really want to put them away this week. Yeah, well, um, Punt, I trust you actually watch the reserves game on the weekend, so do you mind giving us a bit of a re- review on that game? Yeah, well, um, Mitchell started off um, like he normally does. He would have had, oh, he must have had 10-plus in the first quarter. Um, kicked a goal, hit the post in the first quarter, and he was in everything around uh, the clearances with his handballs, etc. Um, he played three quarters, and obviously they just wanted to get him to the three quarters. Like last week, played him a half, so um, he was probably be- uh, one of the best um, towers in Membray were a little bit, little bit quiet. Uh, Membray come into it in the last quarter. It was moved onto the ball a little bit, so he got a little bit more of it and kicked two goals while while resting forward. Um, my best on would probably over the four quarters. Tommy Mitchell was probably best on, even though he only played three. But um, over the four quarters would have been Tommy Walsh by probably a country mile. To be honest with you, he just absolutely. Um, killed him again. I know people say, "Oh, it's you know an AFL and he's not playing on decent forwards, etc., etc." But you can only you can only do you know you can only play on who you play on. So um, yeah, he was even rebounding and just never never seems to get uh, beaten in a one on one contest. I know he's a he's a big guy. So um, no, nah, he was probably best on over the four quarters. Hewitt was a little bit more quieter this week, um, but stepped it up in the second half. And and Callum Mills, he had a um, quiet first quarter, but after after quarter time, he he would have had at least twenty twenty five um, plus and. I can understand why they're um, cracking the shits about that kid because he's 17, underage, and he's playing against men on the weekend and didn't look out of place. I'm telling you, he looked better than half the, um, you know, half the team. And um, Tower's done, as I said, a couple of a couple of good runs. And Jones' second quarter was really good. His rebound off half back um, was really good in the second quarter, and and a bit of the. Uh, Third quarter, probably the best ruck on the ground would have been Nank Curvis. He kicked two goals, and he he mainly rucked. They didn't really put Nay Smith in the rucks that much. So whether that's getting him more time in the middle to maybe a debut, maybe not this year, or just just in case Pike does go down and we've got no backup with Derek's out for the year. So giving Nank Curvis a little bit more time in the centre, maybe you know getting his fitness up, etc. Um, yeah, they had a they had a pretty decent easy win. Ryan O'Keefe was. Pretty much Ryan O'Keefe in and under. Foot skills let him down again. Um, pointing the finger a little bit like McVeigh. Um, Lewis Rob Thompson was nowhere. He might have had five possessions for the game. Um, looks like uh, his best is behind him. But, yeah, that's about as much as I can say out of the uh, twos. Okay, from players in the twos at the moment, who can you actually see? Obviously, we had uh, travelling emergencies and Biggs and Laidler on the weekend. Um 
just out of it, people who played in the series on the weekend, can you see anyone contributing it towards senior level this year if we have the rest of the player? Do we want to give anyone game time? Um, well, I was thinking, I brought it up, you know what I mean, as as people were suggesting on the board, oh, we don't need a rest phase, blah, blah, blah. But I thought Goods was, he looked pretty sore at the end of um, last night's game. Um, he was clearly limping in the last quarter, so... And he doesn't have to go out and play against St Kilda. If we can't beat St Kilda without a 34-year-old, I know Goods is Goods, but if we can't beat St Kilda without Goods, well, there's something wrong. I think we should give Membray another go and give Goodsy a week off because I'd probably rather give him a week off this week than against the Western Bulldogs or, or Richmond. Um, even Teddy Richards, you know, maybe the two, two oldest players um, or the oldest players give Teddy Richards a week off. Listen, I know... Nick Rewalt's a sensational player, but he's probably going to blow up Teddy Richards or, or Walsh and make an impact anyway. So I'm not too fussed. I'm not too fussed about that. You know, Nick Rewalt's an elite runner, so he's going to blow up Teddy Richards or either of them. And Walsh is in fantastic form anyway. So um, if that was the case, they did want to rest Teddy. I think Walsh could Walsh could easily step in and and play play a role like they like they do, and maybe a um, membrane for for goods. I know. Um, people have said about Jack's ribs, but for some reason on the weekend he was he was dunking players. So he, if he had broken ribs, well, he's a tough bastard because um, I thought he looked at last night looked a lot better around the contest than he has in previous weeks. So whether that's due to form or that's due to getting over his injury, I don't know. But yeah, if I, if it was me, I'd you know maybe give Teddy and Goodsy a rest and. And that's about it. Um, but they're the two players. I know Biggs is absolutely flogging, flogging them off the half back in the twos. But I don't know if they'll rest anyone. You know, I don't think they'll rest Shaw. Being he's been out for a while now, so he might be a little bit unlucky. Yeah, it's going to be interesting actually. Going looking towards the St Kilda game on the weekend, it's going to be a really Interesting matchup to see how exactly we line up. I think we will for a few changes. Like I, I do think Goods will get rested. There's well, no way he's going to play every game towards the end of the year. Well, I don't think it's arrogancy. People say it's arrogancy. It's arrogancy when Freeman will go against St Kilda last year and leave everyone in Western Australia and you know debut nine players or you know what I mean, something like that. Yeah, that's arrogancy. They'd already had top four locked up, so they weren't too worried about it. I don't think resting one or two players and bringing in people that have been performing well in the twos is is um, arrogant. You know what I mean? Like these guys have been, it's not like as if these guys haven't been getting kicking the twos and they've just gone, oh, we're playing St Kilda. Let's put Goods, Teddy Richards, Joey Kennedy, you know, four players out or five players out. Like resting one or two players shouldn't, re- shouldn't determine the result at the end of the day. Let's be honest. They rest Teddy Richards and Adam Goods. If that determines the result, well, that's just shit our step. And in my opinion, so it's not being arrogant at all. I don't think anyway. Well, Geelong have been managing players for the last five years. What's wrong with it? Essen have managed Fletcher. He's, I mean, yeah, he's thirty-eight, but Goods is thirty-four. He, if his body's sore, give him a rest. I say. Yeah, exactly right. It is an arrogance. It's just smart list management. That's all exactly it is. Right. Like, we'll probably we be if a better team this though. Like, we, if we Nick rest Smith good. probably could have played on the weekend. No one cares. Like just. Pull them out at the last minute if you're that worried about the perception and say you had a sore back or something. Any yeah. old shit. Yeah, Just exactly right. make it up. Who cares? Well, I don't care what age, he probably already has a sore back. Guy's got one knee. Like, just rest him. Yeah. I want him fresh for a final. I don't care yeah, if he exactly plays the last three so games. I want, to win, I want to get percentage this week. Yeah, I know. But 
to be honest, if we're, we're going to finish on top, we're going to finish on top. Like it's going to work out. Whatever works out, whatever works out. I'd rather have players fit for finals than drag in like we did that. I know that last year was a little bit different, but I was at the Western Bulldogs game last year where it was to the end of the year, and they couldn't even. It looked like they couldn't even run out that game. Like I know we won by six goals, but they looked absolutely stuffed. And I remember a comment coming from Craig Bird or Josh Kennedy after that game saying they were absolutely bolted like you don't want that going into finals again and that's why Geelong have been so you know good they've managed their players and as I said you don't have to rest 10 blokes but a couple of blokes are sore like a 34 year old Adam Goods or a 31 year old um, Teddy Richards will give the blokes give the blokes a rest pull them out at the last minute if you don't want to be too arrogant but if it comes down to not winning a game against St Kilda because you're resting two of your older older you know guys well our depth's pretty shit ass in my opinion yeah agree with that good. Yeah. Sorry, Bones. No, that's all right. Keep going at Swans rule. No, I'm just... I mean, Goods is a handy contributor this year. He's not a star player. Like, okay, Ted's our, still our, probably our best defender, so pulling him out maybe is a bit risky when Rewalt's such a gun. I still would do it, but Goods is... what He has minimal impact on a game. He's just the cherry on top. We don't... As Punt said, we don't need him to beat Secuita. That's just the reality. Membray could have another run and say he's ready in case he needed need for a final. Because yeah. one of the... We can't bank on these 22 guys not getting injured. We've seen how it can hit us at any time, so let's be prepared. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I reckon remember I showed good signs a couple of weeks ago. He um, led to the right places and he just looked like he, you know, I mean, he went a little bit quiet after quarter time, but it was his first game, late call up in, you know what I mean, in your debut. You're obviously, playing against a 400 game of Dustin Fletcher for a side that you bagged for your whole childhood. So he's probably. Had a little bit of nerves, obviously. Um, so, as, as you said, if something happens to Goods, you'd probably think that Membrae's the ideal replacement if something were to happen to Goods in the final or something like that. So he's got to be repaired. And, and as you said, if you're going to get, the, you know, kill, you know, you're going to get double, aren't you? You're going to give Membrae a go where if he has to come in in a final, he's a little bit more prepared and you're giving Goods a rest for his knee to, to be ready for finals. I don't understand why you wouldn't do it. Yeah, and the other guy I would like to see rest, if maybe it doesn't have to be this week, but before the finals, is still Kennedy. I know he's on that streak, and I know he could win the Brownlow, what have you, but I want him fresh for the finals. And he we, he gets worked like a dog every week. He needs break. He might, yeah, well, he gets hung off every single week. There's about two blokes hanging off his shoulders. And as you said, like I'd rather a premiership and donor around my neck than a Brownlow medal. Even if it's just to sub him or something, sub him at three-quarter time one week at least. Just stop. Like, we rest Tippett and sub him off. We manage Franklin. Why don't we manage the workhorses in the midfield a bit better? Yeah, well, that's what it comes down to. You know, you get beaten in the midfield. Or even a game where maybe Kennedy's um, rested up forward a bit more, just to get in. He can play up forward and actually do quite a good role. Yeah, but they just I'd... want him for them clearances, don't they? As soon as he yeah. goes in the middle, we lack clearances. I'd like to see someone else go and get some of the ball Kennedy's asked to do every week, just on the off chance we don't have him one day. That's yeah. all. These guys are getting silver service from Yeah, exactly right. As I said, Hanbury, and I don't think he's obviously not going to get a rest now. He needs to get back some, some form. But, you know, Joey Kennedy, maybe Teddy Richards are goods. I can't see I can't see an issue with it. But the same people who will post about our great depth and it's hard to fit the team into the 22 every week, like get up in arms if you suggest resting a couple and seeing what the depth's like. I don't understand that. It's just, yeah, it's baffling to me. I think just about every team's better at managing their players than Sydney. Uh, when I think about it, 
yeah, well, it was poorly managed last year, and it was a perfect example of the last round. Like, they had sore blokes. We were, if we were going to finish fourth. It didn't matter of that last round. It, it didn't matter. We are always going to finish fourth, but they took in players. You know, I mean, Shaw done his now. I know that, was, you know, that he was already playing previous to that, but there was blokes what they could have rested if they knew the midfield was tired, they could have rested that game. And what, what ended up happening, I know you can't help it, but Hanabry ended up, you know, doing, you know, damage to his knee. And he, he wasn't right after that game. Um, Shaw done an ACL. Um, Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell. Like, he could have rested a few blokes in that game and never had um, an issue. We're always going to finish fourth. That just pointed out, like, how bad the management was last year, in my opinion. But having said all that, I still think I expect us to rest no one, in all yes. honesty. Yeah. I think I bet Goods does play on the weekend. I reckon, yeah, unless good, he, unless I reckon Goods won't play this weekend unless that he wants the last game against Lenny. And then he'll get rested against the Dogs the week after. How many games is he? He's 2350 now. He won't make it, will he? No, he won't make it unless he plays on next year. No, he's only five games off. Oh, yeah, 345. He's on 345. So we've got to play a minimum three so, finals if we have a good So whether that, whether that changes his mind if playing on if, if playing this week or not might be a thing. If he's got five games to go, what have we got? Th- four left in the season. Um, sorry, three. Um, two, four. Yeah, that could change his thinking as well. You never know. I know it's naive, but I'd like to think. He ultimately thinks, well, if I don't get to 350 and finish on 349, who cares? And Kennedy loses his streak, who cares? Or misses one game and get a Brownlow vote. It's all yeah. about the premiership. But I guess maybe they do care if they're only human. Maybe yeah. he wants 350. Yeah. Oh, as long as I said, he's not in the rest of likes in this region. So, as you said, we'll probably make one change and probably Smith, Smith in for later, and that's about it. Yeah, I think um, it'll be Smith in for Laidlow, and I reckon Goods will have a rest this week. I don't know who will bring in for him, but I, I think Goods will get a rest. There's, the way he propped up pretty sore, it looked like his knee was hurting him a bit on the last quarter. I can't yeah, see him playing he, this weekend. Yeah, but then he came back on. I can't see him playing this weekend. Oh, I bet you 10 bucks he plays. <laughs> you already owe me 20. <laughs> he did poppy, but didn't he? He seriously looked poppy ads. I oh, know. I thought he would stay off. But I that's another thing. Well, why did he just keep him off if, unless the game got on the line or something? Yeah. Same when Hanabry came back on. Then he was out for eternity. Yeah. yeah. Do some stupid things sometimes. Okay, well, from the St. Kilda matchups point of view, who do you guys see taking reward on the weekend? I'd Teddy or Grundy? Him. Grundy. No real reason, but that's because I probably if you're not going to rest Ted at least ease the workload a little bit make Grundy take him first or probably sort of tag team it anyway there's only really one target down there unless they push him up onto the wing get punts who do you see taking Rewalt I think Teddy will take him I think uh, Rewalt gets up the ground a lot and Grundy's more of your stay back um, goal square sort of one on one sort of player and Rewalt tries to blow you up with his fitness I think Teddy will take if he goes high up the ground mate Maybe even, maybe, probably not, but maybe even a rampy if he gets up the ground outside of 50. You know, rampy might take him when it's when he's outside the 50, but I think um, Grundy will take Stanley. And, um, yeah, Teddy will take Teddy will take Richards. I remember last game last year from memory, 
Jack Stephen absolutely tore us a new one. He did last yeah, year. Yeah. yeah, he's actually yeah. got a decent record against us. Jack, he's yeah, a- yeah he, tore us a, he tore us a new one. So maybe, um, I know he's uh, had a pretty bad year with in- injury-wise. Maybe they, they we, you know, put McGlynn to him. Pretty good matchup, both you know pretty quick inside ball winners. So um, maybe you know throw McGlynn onto um, onto a, a Stevens and um, you know obviously Lenny Hayes let him do what he does. And I think that's I don't think there'll be too many um, mastermind decisions um, this weekend. No, agreed. Apart they're, from three, they're three best are still probably Hayes, Montana, Rewalt, and they're three of the four oldest or something, aren't they? Apart from Fisher, who seems to have disappeared. He's actually been playing in recent weeks and doing yeah, pretty well. Yeah, he's come back the last couple of weeks. I have to be honest, and Kilda the one, I would think they're the side I watched the least this year. They just bore the pants off me. Them and Brisbane, I think they're the two shittiest teams I've seen. And I know Brisbane has hiked up a little bit till today, but St Kilda are a god-awful team. Yeah, well, that's another thing too. I'd rather... I'm sick of sort of, um, I, I know wins a win, four points four points, but I wouldn't mind taking nothing away from St Kilda. I think we, we should um, really work on our forward entries this week and get an even spread of goal kickers and actually hitting um, Tippett or someone on the chest leading up. I wouldn't mind seeing just once through a game um, and actually putting away this week. You know, I know people talk about percentage, blah, 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 but we really, you know, should we should put them away. Like, you know, it should be, as I said, taking nothing away from them, at least a six to ten goal win, surely. Yeah, that feels like our percentage is good because our defence is so good, rather than putting the foot on yeah. the throat. Yeah. I'd like to have this game won by half time and then just roll, roll on with it. I'd really like to see a hundred point win. You'd like to see Tippy kick four or five and really get his confidence up and Buddy have a have a day out, that sort of thing. Some excitement from that. Yeah. I'll congrats to Buddy too on his two hundred this week, even though the Hundred and whatever it is, eighty odd have been with Hawthorne, but still two hundred. Do, um, do you think he was held back so it was a home game? Or? Well, I mentioned it on the board, which was a funny thing. I um, it was just funny how um, Membrae's family were in Sydney. What a coincidence they were in Sydney on that weekend that he debuted, and uh, what a funny thing that Franklin missed, and and um, you know, the, and now he's two hundred. the last game. At the SCG um, of the year, not, you know, the game at the SCG this year. So it's always about the money. Sometimes I guess you know they're not going to throw away four points in a risk of not playing Buddy against Essendon. But just it was a funny thing that Membro's family were in Sydney that weekend. He was debuting, and Buddy missed, which makes it the very last game at the SCG of the year. Buddy's two hundredth to get a bit of a crowd there, knowing that St Kilda probably aren't going to draw that big of a crowd. Yep. It'll be interesting. I'm not too unconfident oh, unconfident for this weekend, but well, actually I'm pretty confident for it. But that being said, I don't want us to get too cocky. While St Kilda have been pretty poor most of the time this year, they have shown on certain occasions that they can be a somewhat competent football team. Look at their performance against Fremantle, for example. They weren't bad on the weekend against the Dogs. John Momo I will bring up tomorrow in the press conference. I can almost guarantee you. We've seen um, St Kilda play some really good football this year. It was only two weeks ago that they uh, smacked uh, Fremantle by <laughs> 70 odd points. Um, so, no, um, we know what they're capable of. And they've still got some good champion players who've played in 
grand finals. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, exactly what we'll be. We seen what they what we seen what they're capable of two weeks ago against uh, Fremantle. So we won't be taking this game lightly. I don't think they will either. Though. No, I don't between think between the, the, the fans know. taking it lightly and the players, I don't yeah. think us being confident makes a shit of difference. Yeah. I, if we don't win them, yeah, fuck, we got to beat this rabble. I, we surely we win the last three. Maybe Richmond give us a problem, but. And the dogs, I think, would be only thirty odd points, but dogs are good. Um, Etihad Stadium, so I'd be happy walking by the dogs for, as you said, your normal, you know, you know, four goal win something. We're a four goal side better, surely, than Western Bulldogs. So, you know, I mean, at Etihad, they they're a sort of a two, three goal better side at Etihad Western Bulldogs. But no way you'd be taking the Western Bulldogs. And as you said, you're not going to take any of these three last three teams lightly. You just can't afford to do it going into finals. But as you said, I'm confident. Surely you're going to win the last three. Yeah, think, I'm confident because I know the players will have the right mindset. After I think the GWS loss in some ways maybe helped us as embarrassing as it was. It's helped them something to lean back on so they can see what happens if they're arrogant. But time will tell. Yep. Great. Okay, so you guys, your short thing, worst nightmare, and tip for this weekend? Punts? Me? Yeah. I'll go punts. All right. Um... Um, sure thing, buddy. Um, oh, I'm going to say buddy kicks six plus on the weekend. I think being his 200th, I can no doubt see the players kicking it to him if he's got six blokes on him. Um, they'll be looking for him flat out. It's just, just they, they do it normally every week when it's not his, you know, big game. Being his 200th, they'll probably look for him even more to turn it, try and turn it on. Highlight package, so he'll kick six plus. Um... That was a sure thing. Uh, worst nightmare, obviously. I'll say it every week. It's three weeks out um, from finals. No injuries. I just don't want any. Don't want any injuries. And um, I think. Um, I think if it's dry, um, I think we'll get a, at least a fifty to sixty point win. Yep. Okay, Swans rule. Uh, my sure thing is I think Buddy will get pinged for in the back at least one time this week after getting away with that bloody shove <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> And he's, he's trying to shove him under the ball every bloody time. He's getting, they're going to watch that really closely this week. And I expect him to get pinged a couple of times and then get pissy and frustrated. Um, worst scenario, I guess, apart from injuries or actually losing the game, would probably be... The worst case scenario is probably not to win it by enough to get above Hawthorne, who should probably lose or only just beat Freo. I think we should get top spot back this week. Uh, I'm, tipping us, I'm going to tip us by 85+. plus. I think we'll really run over him this week. Okay, my sure thing for this week is for Tippett to kick at least four goals. I reckon he'll find a bit of touch at the SEG. And I'm not confident on St. Gilda's defensive matchups for him. And also another a second sure thing, may as well, Hanabry to get at least 24 disposals and find a bit of form outside of finals. My worst nightmare, going to go on with what Punt said, any more injuries? I just... We have another injury or two, especially to our midfield or to our defence before the end of the year, and we may have a problem or two come finals. And my final tip will be the Swans by only 40 points. Jeez. Is Adam Schneider still player? Is he? Yeah, he's still playing. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, it's another sure thing. So for the screen for Schneider. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Swans Big Footy Podcast. 
I'm Bonds. Today I've been joined with by Punts and in his fantastic return, Swans Rule 100. I was a bit like Henry. He's come back a bit flat. <laughs> okay, thanks guys and have a good night. Bye.